What is up? Welcome uh, everybody into the Crash Course Podcast. My name is Craig Crash Collins. I'm going to adjust this a little bit because that's a little bit too big. If you're looking on the video side, my, uh, my screen's a little off here. There we go. Technical difficulties abound. That can be expected, right? We're first, first podcast back in a few weeks. Um, so a few little bumps and bruises. One of these days I'll figure out the live broadcast, how to make it work a little bit more seamlessly. But we are back. Hope everybody has had a good last couple of weeks. And I know uh, I am very excited about what this next week has in store and what this next month has in store uh, for the sports world. Because, you know, obviously since we've been gone, the NFL has come back, college football has come back. Uh, next week, B. Scott and I will uh, get into uh, the Big Ten a little bit more as he will be back. But this week, uh, we've got the MLB playoffs starting up. We've got the, uh, the NBA Finals getting ready to get underway. Um, so a big week of postseason sports. Really excited uh, to get into that. Um, like I said, B. Scott will be back next week. So excited uh, to hear that news as well. Um, and hope everybody has had a last a good last couple of weeks uh, and a good weekend. Colts are 2-1. and one. All that good stuff. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and just get right into it. Uh, you know, we have, you know, like I said, uh, the first big thing on the docket. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on the audio side, it'll be tomorrow. If you're watching us live here on Facebook or watching the playback here on Facebook, um, it'll be on Wednesday. Uh, that will be the start of the NBA Finals. Uh, it's going to be the Lakers who won in four games to, uh, to one fashion over the Denver Nuggets, they will be going up against the Miami Heat, who uh, won game six over the weekend over the Boston Celtics. Kind of, you know, honestly, it's funny because I originally did predict that the uh, that the uh, Heat, or I knew the Heat were going to do well um, in this postseason, and I was very shy to pull the trigger on selecting them. Uh, mainly because I felt like, well, you know, maybe we should believe a little bit more in the Bucks. You know, maybe that, you know, it goes that way as well. Um, I think the original prediction at the beginning of the postseason was a Lakers-Celtics uh, NBA Finals. Uh, we were very close to getting that. Uh, but I, I wish I kind of did pull the trigger on the Miami Heat because I felt like they were a good enough team to potentially – uh, you know, to potentially beat the Milwaukee Bucks, even though obviously that wasn't their pairing. Um, I thought they could beat the Boston Celtics. I, th I felt like they were a very good team out of an Eastern Conference that, yes, had the Milwaukee Bucks um, at the forefront, but definitely it it's not, you know, it's not what the Eastern Conference was when LeBron was on that side, where it was literally just a stranglehold and whatever team LeBron was on, that was the team that was going to the NBA Finals. Uh, Giannis wins the MVP, but Again, the, the Bucks have kind of taken over for the Raptors as far as that team uh, that has a good team every year, it seems like, but just can't get over that hump and can't, um, you know, will themselves into a, uh, into a title. So felt like that might have happened. And I mean, you had two great coaches in this uh, Eastern Conference Finals. You had, uh, you had Brad Stevens uh, and you had Eric Spolstra. And that's one of the things I've talked with B. Scott with as well, the fact that, you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, when – the whole big three was going on with Bosch and Wade and LeBron, you know, Eric Spolstra was brought in and you kind of thought at the time, like, you know, you, you might've thought of Spolstra as just kind of that, you know, just kind of, we have to have a coach. So this is our guy. Um, but he is obviously lit, you know, his 
you know, t- tenure has extended very well past that LeBron Wade Bosch era. Um, and he's shown us why he's uh, been a phenomenal head coach and, and, you know, throws his hat in the ring as being one of the better coaches in the NBA. And so, you know, gets that Miami heat team to, uh, where it's, uh, you know, was kind of unexpected to go. Uh, you know, they were the four, well, no, they were the five seed. Um, so you got a five versus one in the NBA finals. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. But I think overall, though, I think the uh, LA Lakers are the clear favorite to win the title. Um, they've won four to one in every postseason series. And that includes the fact that they lost uh, game one to the Blazers and Rockets and then won four straight in those series. Um, you've got Anthony Davis averaging 28 points a game, LeBron 27 points. So that one-two punch is doing exactly what we thought it would do. And it's it's kind of what we thought was going to happen as far as the Lakers go, where, you know, hey, as I, I, think, I feel like I've gotten smarter um, over the course of doing this podcast as far as, you know, kind of looking a little bit closer and harder at trends and, you know, going with the team that, hey, you know what, maybe they've fallen on rough times. Maybe they've, uh, you know, not had the greatest last couple of weeks, but, you know, guess what? They did, you know, they've won so much before. They've done so well before. Um, so we might as well go ahead and pick them because they're a team that, you know, has been there before, knows how to pull it together and knows how to rally around um, themselves and, and get to where they want to go. And that's what the Lakers have done. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be a very good NBA Finals. I think it'll be a fun NBA Finals. Um, my prediction, because uh, I'm not going to go too deep into like breaking it down, um, I mean, you know, you look at the uh, Miami Heat. I feel like the Heat are mo- a more complete team, you know, You but can they beat AD and LeBron? And I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, you've got all these guys stepping up for the, the Heat. You know, Goran Dragic has been doing well. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, I, I, what did I say in the Pacers series, guys? I said if Jimmy Butler, you know, returns to Jimmy Butler form, he was they, the Heat were going to be successful, and that's exactly what they did. Um, and then you've got guys like Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo stepping up as well. So I think, I think overall Miami is the more complete team, uh, but it's it's kind of hard to bet against AD and LeBron um, and the numbers that they're putting up. So my official prediction uh, is the Lakers in seven. Um, I think that's going to be uh, I think that's going to be what we end up seeing. Uh, I think it's going to be the Los Angeles Lakers in seven. They're going to win the NBA Finals, uh, but it's it's been a fun playoff. It's been an interesting playoff, full of some unexpected twists and turns. Um, obviously, didn't expect you know the Clippers to lose when they did. Uh, Doc Rivers is out. That was uh, uh, something that's broke uh, today. Uh, so. You know, it's, uh, it's been a crazy NBA uh, postseason, um, and I think the, the Lake, it's going to be a fun NBA Finals. I think the Lakers do take it home in seven games. Um, but the main, the main part of the podcast tonight is going to be about Major League Baseball. The postseason um, was set yesterday. The, you know, the quick 60 games in 66 days is now over. It's been a wild NBA, or excuse me, wild MLB po- uh, season so far. Um, and it's going to be an even wilder postseason. Um, you know, but before we get into that, I want to remind you, you can follow us at Crash Course FM on Twitter. Um, if you want to check out the YouTube channel, uh, you know, we're trying to get some, some subscribers over there as well. We're at 15 right now. New episode of Memory Lane coming out on Friday, so you don't want to miss that. It is the second uh, uh, Big Ten championship game uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, ben and I have been uh, have gotten into the Big Ten championship games. 
Um, and so that's what we're watching right now. We, you know, at the time we conceived that idea, the Big Ten wasn't back yet. Um, so that's kind of why we're getting into those. So make sure you go over there and watch. Um, and that's also where you can find the podcast if you do miss it as well. Um, also, you, remember, you can listen weekly on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard. You can find the Crash Course podcast every Tuesday. So just wanted to you know, go through the socials real quick. And if you're listening on the uh, audio side uh, when this comes out, uh, also you can uh, go to our Facebook page, Crash Course Podcast, and watch the recorded version, or the not the recorded version, the live version every uh, Monday. So uh, make sure you check that out as well. But let's go ahead and dive in to the Major League Baseball playoff preview. Uh, these are the teams from the American League. You've got the Tampa Bay Rays who won the AL East. You've got the Oakland Athletics winners of the AL West. And the Minnesota Twins win the uh, the AL Central. Um, quick, quick note before we get into this. These are the expanded playoffs. Eight teams from the AL, eight teams from the NL. Um, we can, if you want to look at it, B. Scott and I did a uh, season preview back at the beginning of the season, obviously back in early or mid-July, and we did an entire playoff preview, but we did it be before they had announced, because they announced like right before the season started, that the postseason was going to be expanded. So instead of doing an expanded postseason for, you know, or instead of predicting an expanded postseason with 16 teams, we did a postseason preview with the typical year-to-year -year five playoff teams. So you can look at it as, Hey, the following day or two after we did that podcast, our podcast was essentially obsolete. Or you can take it, uh, you know, glass half full and be like, you know what? Most of our playoff teams that we predicted got in because of that, um, with the exception of, I think, like the Nationals and some other teams like that. So, um, but, you know, uh, basically what it is, you've got uh, uh, the top two teams from each division and then two wildcard teams. So, <coughs> excuse me. So you've got the Rays, A's, and Twins, all division winners. Then you've got the uh, second-best team from the AL Central. That's the Cleveland Indians. You've got the New York Yankees. They were the second-best team in the East. Uh, and the second-best team in the West, the sixth-seed Houston Astros. Then you have the White Sox and Blue Jays in that order as wild-card teams. Kind of crazy because the White Sox uh, were slated to be kind of in that, in that upper echelon of the bracket, and they instead are the seventh seed. So that's pretty wild. Um on the National League side of things, you've got the Dodgers. They were the best team in baseball. Um, they were like 42 and 19, something like that. So they had a great season, um, or 41 and 19. However, that yeah, 41 and 19. That's how the math works out. Uh, Braves. Uh, they were the East Division winners, kind of by default, but they have a good team. Uh, the Cubs also uh, win their division, the NL Central. Uh, repping the Cubs today. Don't got to worry about that. <laughs> B Scott will be proud of the the homer homerness. Uh, the Padres are the second best team in the West. They're the fourth seed. <coughs> the second best team in the Central was the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they are the five seed, six seed Miami Marlins. Uh, so the Miami Marlins uh, make the uh, make the playoffs, which is pretty crazy. I'm pretty excited to see that, honestly. Um, you know, those are you know that's a team um, that is uh, you know actually I think you know gives makes me a little scared as a Cubs team. Uh, as a Cubs fan, because uh, they actually are, you know, a pretty uh, decent team this year. Uh, then you've got the, uh, and it kind of also tells you about the state of the uh, NL East. And then you've got the Reds and Brewers, both as wild card teams in that order, which is pretty crazy if you think about the fact that um, the, uh, 
the fact that that's four teams, four of the five teams from the NL Central are in the postseason. So that kind of shows you uh, how close that division is as well. So kind of the overall reaction. Um, I mean, first of all, you've got the A's and the Rays who are the, you know, the two wildcard teams from last year in the AL, they've kind of taken that next step. You kind of wondered, you know, both teams were close to beating the teams in front of them, uh, the Astros and the Yankees. Um, when was their time going to be? And that apparently is this year. Uh, you have, uh, you know, both of those teams have two of the best pitching staffs in the AL. The A's Chris Bassett is five and two with a two two nine ERA and the A's have the best uh, bullpen in, ma in major league baseball. So that's pretty incredible. And then the Rays, uh, even though their stats haven't shown it a ton this season, starting pitching wise, they do have a great pitching staff with, you know, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton. Um, so they, have been doing well as uh, you know, as far as that's concerned, although the big kind of question marks are the fact uh, that they both teams have kind of struggled here down the stretch as far as hitting is concerned. And that obviously with the kind of the heightened stakes that the postseason brings uh, with, you know, and, and pitching being so important, that kind of scares you being those two teams, what they can possibly do. But it's, it's cool to see those two teams, the A's and Rays uh, take that next step and win their division. No surprises really at the top of the NL. Um, these, this is kind of what we expected to see happen. We expected the Dodgers to, to win um, the NL West. We expected, uh, maybe I expected the Cubs to win the NL Central. I think I predicted the Reds to win the NL Central, but the Cubs are no surprise there as far as being a team that wins. And then um, in the NL East, I think we had the Braves going in. Um, there was a chance, you know, hey, we, you know, we thought about the Nationals, thought about the Phillies maybe, but um, it was indeed the um, the Braves that, that rose to the occasion, even despite the fact that their pitching has been a little bit suspect uh, as of late. Um, and then, um, you know, let's go and get into some surprises. I mean, there are some teams even, you know, obviously, obviously with there being uh, 16 playoff teams out of 30 total teams instead of 10 out of 30, um, you know, you have some teams that you didn't really expect uh, to make the postseason make the postseason. Um, but still, there are some surprises that maybe you wouldn't have expected to see this year. Uh, in the AL, that's the Indians and Blue Jays. Maybe not the fact that the Indians are in the postseason, but maybe the fact that they are in, like, the fourth seed. That's pretty crazy. I mean, they do have the best pitching staff in the AL, led by Shane Bieber, who was 8-1 with a 1-6-3 ERA, which that is absolutely filthy. Um, you know, they also, and that's, and that's, they also have Zach Plesak. And this is without Mike Clevenger, who they traded away uh, to San Diego. So that's pretty wild, uh, the team that the Indians have over there. And then you have uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, who, uh, you know, they have a, a good young core. I don't think they'll do much in the postseason, uh, but this season they have been electric. Um, you know, back, they have Teoscar Hernandez, who hit 16 homers, 38 or 34 RBIs. He's been an absolute monster. They also have Bo Bichette, who's been incredible. Uh, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr., who has a lot of potential. So that Jays team, you know, I think they were kind of looked at as a spoiler team, a team that could potentially trip up the Yankees and Rays, which I think they kind of did to an extent. Um, but nobody really saw them in the playoffs, but the ex expanded playoffs kind of allows them to get some postseason experience uh, going into the next couple of years, which will be really nice. Um, and then as far as the NL is concerned, I mean, you've got who's been a bigger surprise than the Padres. Um, we've always kind of known that the Padres were a good team. Um, as far as, you know, we knew they had good bats. I mean, Tatis broke out last year. They have Machado, Hosmer, Will Myers. They have a lot of great players, but, you know, nobody really knew that their pitching was going to step up. The Nelson Lamette, 
they get Mike Clevenger in the trade from the Indians. So that Padres team, and really ever since the whole incident in Texas, which if you don't know, the most ridiculous thing ever, you know, Fernando Tatis swings on a 3-1 pitch, I think it was, uh, to hit a grand slam against the Rangers. The Rangers didn't like that. Uh, because the Padres were up big at the time. Just a big, you know, unwritten rule, garbanzo beans that uh, was out there. And um, and that's, uh, you know, caused a big scuffle. And really ever since then, uh, it's uh, it's been the Padres just absolutely crushing the baseball. They were tied for third in Major League Baseball with six uh, – with uh, they were tied for third in Major League Baseball for home runs. Fernando Tatis had 16 home runs, which was second – in Major League Baseball. And then how about, you know, we'll go back to it a little bit. How about the Marlins? Um, the Marlins fought through early adversity. Um, they ha- had the COVID stoppage at the beginning of the year. Um, and so at the time, I think they had, a, had to put a bunch of players in there that really uh, didn't, you know, have a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of Major League Baseball experience. They lose, you know, their star pitcher in Sandy Alcantara for a while due to COVID. They trade away Jonathan VR in the middle of the season. So they made a lot of moves that kind of make you scratch your head and say, how did this team make the playoffs? But they fought through. Um, they made it work, and they're in the postseason. And, heck, I mean, I, obviously they're playing the Cubs, so I don't, I don't want them to win. <laughs> their first postseason series but I wouldn't be surprised if they did uh, because they've been a surprise team this year and they've definitely shown that they can do some uh, good stuff Um, biggest disappointment from the season this year has to be the LA Angels Uh, they do they get a great season from Dylan Bundy um, because this was the thing we knew they had great bats they have Mike Trout they have uh, Justin Upton they have uh, Anthony Rendon they have um Shohei Otani, who uh, I think was injured for a decent part of the year. Um, and then they had uh, – they bring up Joe Adele. They have all these great bats, okay? But – and then – so what were they going to do from the pitching standpoint? What were they going to do from the pitching side of things? They had Julio Teheran. Um, they had Dylan Bundy. Those were kind of some subpar middle-of-the-road pieces. Uh, but Bundy has a phenomenal year, and yet it still gets squandered because the Angels just can't get out of their own way. I feel bad because – I like Mike Trout, like Joe Madden, obviously, uh, but just kind of, I think if you're looking for disappointments this season, uh, that's the way you kind of got to look. So uh, not a great year um, by any means, uh, you know, for the LA Angels and kind of disappointing to see them not really uh, take advantage of the talent and and really honestly the shortened season. I mean, you think about it, they have the Rangers, uh, the Mariners, uh, some other teams, you know, the Astros had kind of a bad year. They had an opportunity to kind of rise to the occasion and sneak in there as the number two team in the in the uh, AL West, uh, but they weren't unable to do that. So kind of uh, kind of a disappointment there. Uh, but bef- uh, so now it's time. Let's go ahead and get into our predictions uh, for the uh, postseason. But before we do that, let's get this quick word from Anchor. All right, so let's get into the Major League Baseball postseason wild card round starts on Wednesday. So that's what I'm talking about, talking about that great, uh, you know, week in sports that we're about to have Wednesday. You'll have the NBA finals starting up. You have Major League Baseball playoffs starting up. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited to see kind of what happens uh, along the way. So let's go ahead and get into it. Wild card round, that's a best of three, um, and it's going to be the one-seed Rays against the eighth-seeded Blue Jays, the two-seeded A's against the seventh-seeded White Sox, the three-seeded Twins against the six-seed Astros, and the fourth-seed Yankees 
against the uh, the five seeded Indians. Excuse me, the four seeded Indians against the five seeded Yankees. So let's go ahead and hop right in. First, Rays over the Blue Jays. The Rays are the better team. The Blue Jays, uh, even though they've had kind of a breakout year, like I said before, this they, they kind of remind me um, them uh, and another team. It kind of reminds me of what we saw from like. The, the Cubs uh, in 2015, the Astros in 2015, where they were a young core getting their first kind of taste of postseason glory, uh, but but just not ready to make, make that next step. That's what we're seeing here. I think the Rays win uh, that se- uh, that series relatively easy. Um, so I th- and it's the same way I feel about the White Sox too. The White Sox are kind of like the 2015 Cubs in the sense that they're ready, um, but they just need to kind of make that next big step. Um, I don't think that happens this year. If they were, if it was the way it was originally set up, uh, I think I still had the Yankees beating the White Sox. But yesterday, I think as of yesterday, the, the White Sox could have been the four seed. And had they been the four seed, I would have thought they might have had a chance against the Yankees. But against the A's, the A's having just such a good pitching staff, uh, and me believing a little bit more in the pitching staff of the uh, A's more than I believe in the pitching staff of the White Sox. The White Sox bats are better, but I think the you know pitching is the greatest equalizer, and that's what's going to be shown in this postseason. Uh, so the A's are going to beat the White Sox, I think, uh, in that series. But I think the White Sox uh, are going to be um, – I think this year isn't a fluke. I think they are going to maybe make some moves in the offseason, get some pitching – um, and they will be back next season. But I do think the A's win that series. The Twins are the better team. The Astros get in because there had to be two teams from the AL West. Um, the Astros are not the Astros we're used to. No Verlander, no Garrett Cole, obviously. Uh, Zach Greinke is kind of their only uh, hope as far as the pitching is concerned. They do have some younger guys who have had some big years, but this will be their first postseason starts to be playing a Twins team that's going to be kind of on a mission. Um, and I think uh, the Twins overall are just a better team, have a good pitching staff in Barrios and Kenta Maeda and all those guys, Miguel Pineda, um, who have, have really been uh, having some great seasons. And then you have, you know, Byron Buxton, Josh Donaldson on the other side for, uh, you know, being able to, to slug the ball. So I, I think the Twins will win that. Then you've got uh, the Yankees and Indians. I think the Yankees win that series. Um, uh, the Yankees have been uh, kind of shedding that mantra that we've kind of had them at the, the last couple of seasons where, well, they, if they don't hit a home run, they're not going to win. They've uh, kind of done better about getting on base. They've gotten better about not striking out as much. And so uh, I think not to say that that's going to be the only reason why they win. I think, you know, they, they do have a good pitching staff. They have a better pitching staff or, you know, I don't, the starting pitching for the Indians is going to be good and it's going to kind of slow down the bats a little bit, but I think the, the Yankees have the pitching to hang. And then also I think the bats are better for the Yankees as well. So I think the Yankees do win that series. Uh, that's a, those wild card games are going to be a best of three. Uh, that takes us into the ALDS, which is the typical best of five. I've got the Rays over the Yankees. Uh, this was tough for me because the Yankees were my original pick to win the American League pennant. I just I, I looked back at the season series with uh, there's a couple of series that I have uh, where uh, where I just kind of looked back at what had happened in the regular season and over the course of the regular season the Rays have really had the Yankees number um, and I think that's going to continue in the postseason uh, I think the Yankees have not had the kind of season that they've wanted to have anyway it's been kind of a rough year um, maybe if you know maybe if this was a standard year where the 
Rays would have to, you know, win two on the road in Yankee Stadium, then maybe I would say that, you know, all the, hey, all the, all the Yankees have to do is win one in the trop and, you know, they're in, in good shape. Uh, but I, I think the Rays are just the better team. Um, and so I think the Rays go on to the ALCS. And then you've got the Twins and A's. This one was a close one. But again, I think the Twins have the pitching staff to hang with uh, with the A's. And I think when you, when you look at it from that standpoint, you then go, okay, well, then who's, um, you know, who's got the bats, uh, you know, for, you know, who's better as far as who the, the bats are concerned. And the A's uh, bats have really struggled, which is surprising. I mean, they've got Matt Chapman, they've got um, uh, Ramon Laureano, they've got some, you know, they've got Matt Olson, Marcus Simeon, Tommy Stella. They have some good bats, uh, but they've struggled as of late. Um, like I said, Donaldson, you know, on the other side there, Sano, you've got Nelson Cruz, you've got um, so many good bats for the Twins, um, and then they have the pitching staff to hang with uh, the A's. I think that it's a series the A's could win potentially. Um, you know, like I said, they have good arms in Mike Fires and Jesus Lizardo, um, but I just think overall, uh, I, I think the Twins are just the better team, and I think the Twins will beat the a Athletics. Uh, so that leads us to the ALCS best of seven, which, by the way, if you didn't hear, uh, this MLB postseason. Uh, sorry if I'm a little bit scatterbrained today. Uh, the uh, AL or the uh, postseason is going to be all in a bubble, which I think was the right move because you're now intermixing all the different regions, and that was the whole point of not having a bubble for the MLB this season. Is they wanted to keep everything in kind of the same region: East plays East, West plays West, Central plays Central. Um, and so I think now that you're kind of mixing everything together, it's right to have a bubble. Um, so uh, looking at the ALCS. It's the Twins and the Rays. And, you know, I thought about this one, and the pitching staff to me, as far as how they've performed this year, is relatively the same. You've got Jose Barrios, who has settled in. Kinta Maeda has had a good year. Miguel Pineda is good. They have a great bullpen. And Trevor May, um, uh, and, and, you know, they have some great arms coming out of that bullpen. Um, Sergio Romo. Uh, guys that have postseason experience as well. And then you've got the Tampa Bay Rays, who have struggled to hit the ball as of late, but do have that great pitching staff. The pitching staff this season has not been what we're used to seeing. Uh, you know, they've got, you know, if Charlie Morton becomes what we know he can be, and if uh, Blake Snell becomes what we think uh, he can be, then great. And not to say that they haven't been solid this season, it's just they're not as lights out as they have been in years past. And so I think these two teams are relatively – the same. And obviously if the Rays want to win, they're going to have to, you know, in any round, they're going to have to get their bats under control. So if they made it all the way to the ALCS and they're, you know, it's, it's not because their bats are still struggling like they were at the end of the season. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, I just, I, I just have more faith in the twins than I do the Rays. So I've got, check this out. I've got the Minnesota twins in the world series representing the American league. I just kind of went with my gut on that one because I just think that those teams are very evenly matched and I just have more faith uh, in the twins overall. I think they're a little bit of a better team. Um, and I just don't see the Rays. The Rays are ready to take that makes next to make that next step. They have made that next step. Um, but I just don't uh, think uh, that they're going to, um, I just don't think they're going to beat the twins. Um, and so, like I said, toss up and I have the twins over the Rays. Um, which obviously because of the crash kiss of death, that may be the best news that the Rays can hear. Um, heading over to the National League, you've got in the wild card round, 
the Dodgers and the Brewers, easy for that one. The Dodgers beat the Brewers, no suspense here. Uh, this was actually a matchup that I had uh, originally uh, when we thought the playoffs were only going to be 10 teams, the Reds and the Braves. I actually have the Reds beating the Braves uh, this postseason. The Braves pitching staff has been very well, – I mean, there's been a lot of injuries. Um, is, they haven't been as good as they've – you know, they haven't been as good as, as you'd like to see going into the postseason. The bats have been incredible for the Braves. But, I mean, look, I saw a tweet today about the Reds pitching staff for, you know, for the postseason – Trevor Bauer having an amazing year. Actually, I think just one pitcher of the month uh, for September. You've got Luis Castillo, who's a monster. And then you have Sonny Gray. Like, those three pitchers can slow down the Braves' uh, bats. And then I think overall, the Reds, uh, you know, they have some great hitters who do have some postseason experience. And I think that that can kind of shine through. They've got Votto. They've got Moustakis. Um, they've got a lot of good bats uh, in their lineup. And so I think the Reds uh, upset the Braves. So a little bit of uh, an upset there. And then I've got the Cubs over the Marlins. Like I said, I think it could happen that the Marlins win, but I think overall the Cubs just have more talent than uh, the Padres over the Cardinals. Uh, the Padres have just been insanely good this year. Uh, and so I don't think that uh, I don't think that it's going to be a one and done uh, postseason uh, round for for San Diego at all. In the NLDS, Padres and Dodgers. I picked another upset. I've got the Padres beating the Dodgers. Here's why. Um, you know, I I didn't. I, I looked a little bit into. This is one where I didn't really look into a lot of the. Uh, the postseason or the regular season meetups between these two teams. You've got Kershaw and Bueller. Uh, Bueller's struggled a little bit this year for the Dodgers, uh, but I think he, he'll figure it out for the postseason. You've got Kershaw as well. Um, but I, again, I think, you know, yeah, the, the Dodgers are the best team. They're going to be the favorites. I think they are the, the Vegas favorites to win. But I mean, man, San Diego, they've got the Nelson Lamette. They've got Mike Clevenger, both having good years. And you've got, all these great bats in the lineup. I mean, this is the Padres are the team that can go toe to toe with the Dodgers and win. Uh, that that's without a doubt true. And I, I think that you know it's, it's this is probably the worst matchup that you could have. Like, because for instance, if it was like if if let's say it were Reds Reds Padres, I would say the Reds pitching staff has enough to slow down. Um, to you know, to slow to slow down the bats of the Padres, but um, you know, it, it's just the the Padres I think are just the better overall team. Um, I think that you know, I'm going a little bit of against the grain here. Um, you know, not picking the Dodgers, uh, who were my preseason pick to win the World Series, um, but I just think the Padres have uh, you know, rised up this year, rose up this year. However, you have, whatever the correct way to say that is, uh, the Padres have been really good this year. They beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers. You know, I said it when I was talking about the NBA Finals, the fact that there's just, you know, sometimes you have that team that just can't get over the hump, and that's what the Dodgers have been. Um, you know, I kind of picked the Dodgers at the beginning of the season because it was kind of a meme, the fact that, like, of course, they would win the year that uh, that the season shortened and that, um, you know, people people will still find a way to take it away from the Dodgers because, oh, what well, was a shortened year? What do you expect? Um, and so that was like the best way to kind of right the wrongs is to have the Dodgers win. But I think the Padres are the best matchup against the Dodgers. Um, and so I think the Padres wins. The Padres in the NLCS. Then Cubs and Reds, this was literally a toss-up. So I went homer on this one. I went Cubs um, on, on that one. B. Scott would be proud. 
Um, basically, it was a situation where the, the season series was kind of even. You know, you've got <coughs> – excuse me, you've got you, Darvish, and, uh, and Kyle Hendricks on the Cubs side of things, pitching-wise, who can go toe-to-toe with Castillo and Gray and, uh, and uh, Trevor Bauer. Um, and then you've got the bats who have come alive, Wilson Contreras, Chris Bryant's getting into a rhythm um, as far as the bats are concerned. Um, again, like I said, I mean, you get this far in the playoffs, you would, you would assume everybody's bats are starting to come alive again. Um, but I just think, you know, it was kind of a toss up. And so I went with the Cubs, um, you know, I went with my favorite team. Uh, so that makes an NLCS of the Padres and the Cubs. And I just can't pick the Cubs to beat the Padres. The Padres are just too good this season. Um, they've got the bats, they've got the arms, we've mentioned it. Um, and the Cubs, I think, are good, but it's kind of going to be what we've, you know, kind of come to expect from the Cubs the last few years is, you know, yeah, they can win the series. But they probably are supposed to. John Lester, I think, will have a, a good postseason, um, you know, uh, but I, but as far as, like, when it comes to playing a, a good team, um, you know, because, I mean, we saw it in 2017. They had enough to beat the Nationals, but they couldn't beat – um, but they couldn't beat the Dodgers. They couldn't beat the Dodgers or the Mets in 2015. Um, the best team they've had was the year they won the World Series. Um, this year, I just I, I don't think they'll win. Um, I, I still don't think they'll be good enough to beat the Padres. Um, the Padres have just been so good this year. Their bats are insane. Um, and so I'm going to have the Padres and the Twins in the World Series. That If that doesn't, like, embody 2020, then I don't know what does really <laughs> – like that is just the actual embodiment of the year 2020 is the Padres and twins in the world series. But Hey, I mean, I, don't, I, as crazy as that pick sounds, I'm actually pretty confident in that pick. I'm not, I mean, obviously, you know, I'll get, I'll get laughed at and people call me crazy when, uh, when it's, you know, the Yankees and Dodgers or, you know, it's some matchup we're kind of used to, but, uh, um, I think that those are two teams that genuinely have a shot. And I mean, if not the Padres and twins, Padres and Rays is just as likely to me. I think it's, I think it's going to be any combination. My official prediction is Padres twins. Uh, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Rays, Rays, Dodgers, uh, twins, Dodgers, Padres, uh, Rays, Padres, twins. Uh, those are four legitimate matchups going into the postseason. And that's just crazy. Most of those sound insane, um, you know, but, you know, just based on like going into the season, they weren't predictions you would have expected. Uh, but I think Padres and Twins is going to be the matchup. And I actually have the Padres winning the World Series. And, you know, part of me was thinking, you know, is it, is it one of those things where a team has been good and so I'm just kind of hopping on their bandwagon? And I don't really think it is. Like I really think – you know, the Padres have had good pitching. Their, uh, you know, their bullpen has been a little bit suspect. Obviously, that's not great going into the postseason. But their bats have just been so good. And it's hard to kind of go against this bullpen, this, uh, you know, lineup that has Will Myers and Fernando Tatis Jr. and, and Manny Machado. And uh, now they've got Austin Nola. And they've got, you know, uh, you know Eric Hosmer. I don't remember if I mentioned him yet. But uh, they have all these guys in that lineup who are so good. Um, and so it's just really hard to kind of go against that, you know, oh, just because they're the Padres and they've never won before. Like that would, that would be the reason why I wouldn't go with them. And, and I think this is the year, I think this is the year for the Padres. They will beat 
the Twins in the 2020 World Series, and that will kind of cap off a wild year of Major League Baseball. And that's the thing, too. I think based on this season, I don't – I like if you were to expand this season over to uh, 162 games, because what was the Padres' record this season? I'm interested to see because I, I didn't – I mean, I know obviously it's good enough for the four seed, but I was trying to see exactly where they were. I mean, you blow it up. Over an entire season, I mean, you know, what we were worried about going into the playoffs this year and the, the regular season this year was the fact that, oh, well, you're going to see these random teams get in because, you know, of the shorter season. I mean, the Padres went 37-23. and 23. That's a 617 winning percentage. Um, you know, first of all, that would have won the other two divisions. That would have been good enough to win any other division besides the NL West and the uh, – uh, the, uh, the NL West and the uh, AL East. So that's pretty incredible. But yeah, they won six, seven, uh, they had a six seventeen winning percentage. You expand that over 162 games. That's a hundred win team right there. So, I mean, you know, and, and you look at the, the twins, I mean, the twins were, you know, 600 winning percentage. That's, you know, a, a, like a 95 win team, something like that. So, I mean, these are two teams that, you know, weren't just kind of flukish and got in. I mean, these are two teams that, had great seasons, and I think, uh, you know, a very legitimate pick uh, to be in the postseason. So, yeah, that's my prediction. I think the Padres win the World Series in 2020. Um, you know, kind of a – it's a it's going to be a great story. It's a great season for them, a storybook year for them, and kind of, like I said, embodies 2020 because that's something that comes way out of left field. So, there it is. Um, Padres win the World Series. I've got the Lakers winning the NBA Finals. It's going to be an incredibly fun week of postseason uh, sports, basically. I mean, you've got the NBA Finals. You've got Major League Baseball getting into the playoffs. Um, you know, this is the best time of the year, October. You've got all these playoffs. And it's got that added bonus of the NBA going on as well. So a lot of great things to be excited about. Like I said, next week, B. Scott will be back. We'll be diving in, uh, I think, a little bit to the first four games of the Colts season as well as, you know, the Big Ten coming back and that kind of thing. So you won't want to miss that. Remember, you can follow us at crash course fm on twitter you can like us on facebook crash course podcast you can watch us live every week on facebook as well you can watch memory lane on the crash course podcast youtube channel a new episode dropping on friday the 2012 uh, big 10 championship game um, and then of course you can listen uh on weekly on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify wherever podcasts can be heard you can hear the crash course podcast we'll be back next week to talk some football but until then have a good week everybody